This is the second episode in the podcast series Our Mother Tongue 108 Facts About Sanskrit. In this episode, we will explore the possibility that the people of the Indus Valley civilization and the people who wrote the Rigveda were one and the same people separated only by generations and that they spoke forms of Sanskrit. Fact 2. It is possible that the people of the Indus Valley civilization spoke Sanskrit. Who were the people of the Indus Saraswati or the Indus Valley civilization? Early theories propounded by western historians and taught based on them later talk of the Indus Valley people as being an indigenous people of India and they and their great cities were overthrown by invading Aryans who came with the Sanskrit language from the central asian steppes. The Aryans established themselves in the Indus Valley and settled into a frenzy of Veda composition. This theory then dates the Vedas as being composed around 3500 years ago. Current research has started questioning this need us being replaced by them and the them then conquering the whole of India at least north india and becoming who we are now there is clear evidence that the indus saraswati civilization started around 5200 years ago that is the people there started settling down and establishing great cities in the region from then on as i mentioned before the indus saraswati civilization had some form of writing even during that period however we have not been able to fully decipher their script so far this is mainly because the inscriptions that have been unearthed of that period are extremely short and do not provide long enough sentences to start analyzing or decrypting it and unlike the egyptian hieroglyphics in the rosetta stone there are no bilingual inscriptions to help a local champollion decipher the indus script there are many scholars making great efforts to try to decipher the script initial attempts were all based on the theory that the indus valley people spoke an indigenous language which is related closely to what are known as the dravidian languages of south india telugu tamil kannada and malayalam being the most widely spoken of this group one reason for this supposition is that in baluchistan and neighboring areas there is a large group of over 2 million people who speak a language called brahui which is a dravidian language related to the languages of south india could they be the descendants of the people of the indus valley who survived with their language after the aryan invasion one interesting snippet of information is that wherever sanskrit spread whether indo china south india or the far east it has never destroyed the linguistic traditions of the local areas which is in striking contrast to many other conquering languages see nicholas bostler empires of the world a language history of the world so if we are to believe that the aryans invaded we have to live with the fact that the indigenous language traditions were completely displaced except in the small area where brahui is spoken this is completely at odds with what happened elsewhere so maybe it is easier to believe that this small pocket of dravidian language was a result of migration from the south to these areas like of the fast shrinking malayalam speaking malabari community in karachi pakistan will some future invasionist postulate a sindhi invasion theory that the sindhis came from somewhere invaded sindh and displaced the malabaris who then had to flee to kerala leaving behind a small pocket of speakers nowadays researchers are also looking at the possibility that the indus valley script is essentially a rendering of vedic sanskrit however a full decipherment has yet not been achieved one of the most steadfast attempts so far has been by asko parpola 
the great Finnish linguist who has been working with the theory that the Indus script is a Dravidian language. Continuing to expand this theory that the Indus Valley script represents Vedic Sanskrit and therefore the Vedic people and the Indus Valley people were one and the same, many researchers, including Michel Danino, in the invasion that never was, have asked a simple question and made a simple assertion. Here is the great civilization with what is a well-developed writing system and with intellectual and engineering wherewithal to build great well-planned cities. But they have left no trace behind of their intellectual and engineering pursuits. And here is another set of people who have left behind volumes of intellectual works and works on mathematics and engineering. Yet they have left behind no cities or no solid things behind. How is this possible? The principle of Occam's razor unfailingly points us to the possibility that these two are one and the same people. This argument makes a lot of sense. As part of the Shrauta Sutras, we find the so-called Shulba Sutras. They are practical manuals giving the mathematics and measurements for the construction of sacrificial altars and such. The Shulba Sutras are some of the earliest works on mathematics and show an advanced knowledge of geometry, trigonometry and algebra. Some of the mathematics developed here is seen to have been used by the engineers of the Indus Valley Civilization since the ruins of this show elaborate architectural structures. This buttresses Danino's argument that the Vedic people and the Indus Valley people were the same people. Internal evidence in the Rig Veda does not support the Aryans having any memory of having lived in areas before the Indus Saraswati area. The only internal evidence that points to another area other than the Indus Saraswati area points actually to the Arctic regions. See the Arctic home in the Vedas by B.G. Tilak. But this may be taking things too far. The Aryans also do not seem to have any memory of this large-scale invasion that made them masters of the Indus Valley. It is far more likely that the Indus Saraswati cities were abandoned not because of hostile invasion but because of the fact that some of the rivers ran dry and some changed course. Though there is evidence that the Indus cities had very sophisticated systems of diverting water from the rivers to their cities and storing them and also of rainwater harvesting, things could have reached a state that it was becoming impossible to survive in the area. The people of the Indus Valley may have dispersed in all directions. Some may have come to the east to the Gangetic Plains and some may have moved towards the west. In fact, ancient inscriptions dated around 3,500 years ago have been discovered in Bagaz Koi in modern Turkey. The language used in these inscriptions is very close to Vedic Sanskrit. Anyway, I will not delve too much into this. What I am trying to establish is that there is a good chance that the Aryans who compose the Vedas in Sanskrit and the Indus Valley people are one and the same. Note that when I say that an invasion did not happen, I do not mean that there was no migration of different kinds of people in different directions. Migration always was there and will always be there in the future. Note that migration can explain how the Brahui speakers got to the Indus area. Was the language spoken by the people during the Indus period the same as the one used for composing the Vedas? I think we should assume that it is more or less the same. As is true of any language, there will be some differences between the formal language and the language spoken by the people at large. Spoken language may use a lot of simplifications as compared to the formal language. This is the end of this episode. Thank you for visiting and listening to this episode. I hope you have enjoyed listening to it 
as much as I did making it. Please visit my websites paramokromathur.com and avasanskrit.com for further inputs about the Sanskrit language. Take care.